This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. This is where the fun begins. Wrap it up, fuzzball. I feel the force. Welcome back to a sort of Star Wars podcast, a podcast that is sort of about Star Wars and sort of about everything else. And it is still the new year, and that means that two-week challenges are back on my mind. So today I'm going to be talking about my latest two-week challenge, which was turning my phone into a dumb phone for two weeks, which I have done before, uh, but it was only for one week, and that was quite a while ago. So I thought I would try it again. And uh, I was actually talking to Melody about some New Year's resolutions. Uh, Well, more just like looking back at last year and thinking about things we'd like to do differently going into this next year. One thing that we ended up talking about was the kids and their screen time, which made me think about how much time I spend staring at the screen on my phone while I'm around them. I've I've tried some other ways to be on my phone less with kids, like putting my phone into the focus mode where it like mutes notifications and things like that. But when I was bored, it was just too easy to just pull my phone out. Um, Or if I didn't want to play whatever the kids were screaming about, I would just get out my phone and scroll TikTok or Instagram or whatever. And then I just ended up doing that for a while. So I thought I would just use my phone for what a phone should be used for. So I removed the internet from it. Nothing that used the internet would work on my phone. Well, more specifically, I cleared everything off my phone and did a factory reset, and then I just didn't install anything, and turned off Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, and off we went. I actually did remove some of the apps that even came on the phone, like the weather, maps, and calendar. Well, calendar I wasn't actually sure about at first. I didn't remember my dumb phone having a calendar, but after I accessed my computer and Google searched it, Some dumb phones did have a calendar, so I allowed myself to have it as well. Email. Email was kind of a, or mail, the mail app was kind of a big one to remove. Email in general seems old-fashioned to me. It's been around for a long time, and just texting or any sort of other messaging seems like it would do better. You can pretty much scan and do anything you would that you would need an email for and you can do it all on your phone but I do use it quite a lot Um, and removing it from my phone actually ended up biting me in the butt the very first day I had to go to the doctors the first morning I removed the internet it was actually at the health campus which if you don't know is like a giant building full of different doctors offices um, like a hospital basically I needed two things done at the health campus some blood testing and a 24-hour heart monitor put on. Don't worry, I'm fine. Okay. Um, So I had to go to two different places and I had no idea where to go for either of those because all that information was in my email. So I drove to the health campus and I just picked one of their 26 entrances and just asked the first person I saw uh, that was working there where I should go. And they pointed me in the right direction and I got there on time and it worked out. All fine and dandy. Crazy, right? No email needed. The whole appointment ended up taking a lot less time than I expected, uh, so I thought I'd grab some coffee on my way to work since I had a Starbucks gift card. But I didn't actually have a gift card. I had 
been given a gift card that I had transferred from a physical gift card to my Starbucks app. And I try very hard not to ever pay for Starbucks, um, but I couldn't get my coffee. Which made me think I couldn't even order my coffee ahead of time because I don't have the app to do that either. So I couldn't get coffee because I didn't have my Starbucks gift card and I don't want to pay for it. And even if I could, I couldn't order ahead of time because I didn't have the app. I would have to actually walk up to the counter, talk to a human person, and then wait there idly, just standing there while they made my coffee. No, absolutely no way did I have time for that. So I just went to work. I had my boring old regular coffee machine coffee, which actually isn't bad at all. Uh, but the internet actually saved me time and money in this situation. I mean, no internet. Having no internet saved me time and money. But my email was needed the first weekend as well. We went to the aquarium for this first time since we bought our year membership. That was a gift that we'd given to the family slash our kids. Uh, was a year-long membership to the aquarium in Baltimore. And they hadn't sent out us our cards yet. I was trying to download them um, and print them off on the computer before we left because I figured that we would want them while we were there, but they weren't available even to print on uh, from the website yet. What I should have done is just taken the email that had the confirmation code on it, print it out, and bring it along, um, but I didn't do that. So I did have to cheat when we were there uh, at the aquarium to access my email and bring up the confirmation number so they could find our tickets. I still think that I could have done it without email and just given my name and they probably could have found me uh, and probably maybe even the card that I bought the tickets with. Um, But we had been waiting in the will call line for 30 minutes already and it was cold and they wouldn't let us into the aquarium. The will call line was outside and they wouldn't let us into the aquarium until we had our tickets. Um, So while I'm standing in line, the rest of the family is also standing there and we didn't bring heavy jackets because we thought we were just walking from the parking lot to the aquarium and yeah, it was pretty chilly. Um, So I just gave him my confirmation number on my email and uh, we got in and I had to cheat that time. So very first weekend I had to cheat a little bit. Uh, later on though, I did kind of figure out a workaround for a certain situation. I was able to bring up a picture of my sheets, get my sheets card, uh, online on a computer and take a picture of it with my phone, the barcode. That way I could go to sheets, order on the like menu, the digital menu there, and then show them my, uh, code on my phone or my barcode on my code on my phone. And I could still get points, even though I couldn't access my points without going to an internet website on a computer. Um, But I was still able to collect points and stuff for the food I was getting so I could get more free food. And um, of course, I wasn't going to go two weeks without going to Sheets, of course. (laughs) Um, One thing is you don't realize how dependent you become on your phone. And maybe dependent's not even the word, more like you never have to wonder anything. You can literally look anything up whenever you want except I couldn't for the past two weeks. If we were watching something and I saw someone I thought looked familiar or I thought they were in another movie, uh, I had two choices. I could just assume I was right and that they were actually in that other movie, or I could go from the couch to my computer chair 
turn on my computer monitor, go to Google search engine, go to IMDb, and then search that person's name and see if they were in that movie I was talking about and then go back to the couch. Um, so I could either do all that or just assume that I was right. Which one, which one do you think that I chose? Um, but partway through the week, I did think about that I could have my iPad while watching a movie or searching YouTube or using the internet or whatever, because technically it was just my phone that I was giving up the internet on, but I did feel like that was kind of cheating. So I just decided not to do that at all. But I was amazed at how many times I reached for my phone, literally like had my fan, had my hand on my phone ready to pull it out. And then I realized I couldn't look what, look up whatever I was going to uh, look up. Many times I was like in the car at a stoplight and I would think, hmm, I wonder if this or that is on Amazon or I wonder how expensive plane tickets are to Florida or I wonder if Molly got the package I sent her for her birthday yet, uh, but I could never check any of those things unless I was sitting at my computer at home or at work. And I honestly didn't care enough usually <laughs> to go to a computer and look that up to see if, or or by the time I got home, I didn't even remember what I was going to look up, which means it probably wasn't that important in the first place. So one question that I'm sure you're asking or wondering about is, what did I do if I wasn't on my phone all the time? Um, like when I was waiting at the dentist or waiting at the doctor or waiting at sheets for my food. Um, and since I didn't download any games onto my phone, uh, I had to come up with something else to do. And I considered, I considered borrowing my son's Nintendo DS for the two weeks. Um, but that doesn't really solve the screen time issue. Um, so I ended up not doing that, but, um, back up a little bit to the weekend before I started the challenge. Uh, we were at the cabin with some friends for new year's and their one son had brought a Rubik's cube. I had never learned how to do a Rubik's cube. Um, apparently I'm the kind of person that people think would have known how to do a Rubik's cube. Um, but they never really interested me at all. Um, I only said that because I had several people say, oh, I thought that's something you would have learned. Wow, why would I have learned that? Um, but I think at one point I just decided that it was completely useless and I wasn't ever going to learn it. And I didn't really want to put the effort into it, so I uh, never did. But when we were at the cabin, I just picked up his and thought, maybe I should try and learn how to do this thing. Because you're at the cabin, what else are you going to do? Um, I did try to use YouTube. Um this was before my challenge, so I did try to use YouTube uh, to learn the Rubik's Cube, but that didn't go too well. Um, it was just kind of confusing, and I didn't understand. I wanted to understand why I was doing the certain moves and not just, like, follow moves to, f to solve the cube. Um, and he ended up actually showing me, uh, the 13-year-old kid ended up actually showing me how to do it uh, for, um, to get it the whole way from totally mixed up to complete. And I didn't really understand it or catch it all the first time or the second time or the eighth time or the tenth time. So after far too long of a time, I could pretty much do the whole thing by myself, but still asking questions here or there or like doing some moves and not figuring out why it wasn't working. Um, but uh, w before we left the cabin, I uh, ordered one from Amazon and it arrived at our house the evening that I started this challenge. And I have done a lot of Rubik's cubing. In the last two weeks, Melody has honestly said there were times that she wished I would just be on my phone because the Rubik's Cube was more distracting. I think she was upset because I was trying to teach Rylan how to Rubik's Cube while driving to the aquarium. 
she didn't like that too much. Um, but that was when I was just learning to, to do the Rubik's Cube. Now I'm way better at cubing while driving. Seriously, though. Way better. I have loved playing and solving and learning the Rubik's Cube over the last few weeks. I decided pretty, pretty early on in the two weeks that I was going to have a goal to be able to solve it in less than 60 seconds by the end of the two weeks. And I actually completed that challenge, that goal, uh, the day before my challenge was up. Uh, and since then, I haven't timed myself at all. Um, I know that I can pretty much solve it every time in under a minute and 30 seconds. Um, but I am afraid to keep timing myself and getting uh, sad at the times and not getting a minute again. It was maybe just a fluke thing, but uh, I can do it pretty quickly still. Um, and I'm still continuing to learn uh, to solve it faster and faster. Um, I have found that way more enjoyable than endlessly scrolling TikTok for a few laughs. Plus, people are mildly impressed when you solve a when you solve a Rubik's cube. And I like mildly impressing people, and they're not impressed at all by the way I scroll social media. So, speaking of social media, that also became a bit of an issue uh, because I have some podcasts. Um, and I use social media to post and promote those podcasts, which becomes very difficult when you don't have social media on your phone. I did use Discord on computers to kind of stay in touch with some of the followers of the podcast or other groups I'm a part of, but I didn't post to or view anything on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or Facebook, um, which is probably fine for like two weeks, but I don't know how well you could promote a podcast without social media. I did post one video to TikTok when I got my Rubik's Cube in 59 seconds. I had to post that, obviously. Um, but I recorded the video onto my computer, and then I had to find a free online video editor that would allow you to format the video for the TikTok phone size. And then I used that editor to layer the video so you could see the landscape video in like a portrait mode they could see my face and the cube and the timer all at the same time and so i had to layer them and then uh, find music and upload that to the video and then save that to my computer and then upload that to the tiktok.com to post it it was not easy or enjoyable nor nor was trying to figure out how to make thumbnails for youtube videos that i was posting uh for the granny shift podcast i had two granny shift episodes come out and I always use an app on my phone to make the thumbnails for the YouTube videos. Uh, the font, the images, the template is all saved in my phone on an app, a certain app. Um, and so I had to make the thumbnail from scratch on a computer, search for the, and I wanted to make it match the other thumbnail. So I had to search for the images again, trying to find a similar font and to make two thumbnails and make them look similar to the old ones honestly took me like 30 minutes to do that when it usually takes like two minutes. Same thing with the TikTok video. I have a super handy app on my phone that makes it really quick and easy to edit the video for TikTok, but I couldn't use that either. I feel like nothing to me is enjoyable on a computer unless I'm playing video games. I want to get on and off my computer as soon as possible. Whereas my phone, I can sit on the couch and just find something to entertain me uh, nonstop and stay comfortable the whole time. Did, did you know that Facebook is actually on the computer? Do you remember when you would like gather with your friends and just have like Facebook open on the computer and would just browse Facebook? Those were those were simpler times back then. Um, 
Okay, two more main points, and then I'll move on to my final thoughts. Um, no internet also means no Spotify or podcasts on the go. I mean, I, I could have downloaded iTunes onto my computer, linked my account, downloaded my podcast into my iTunes, hooked up my phone into my computer, and synced the podcast episodes from iTunes library into my iPhone, and then listened to them that way. But that sounds crazy, though, right? It's we, we used to do it that way, but it sounds crazy. Um, it's so much work. So I did not do that. I just didn't listen to podcasts or music on the go. Without Spotify, I just listened to the radio in my car, which isn't terrible on my seven-minute drive to work, but I would still prefer my music or a podcast. One last thing I totally didn't think about when I was going into this was being able to use Bluetooth and other connections to my phone. Things that are just on my phone in the background, kind of uh, working without me realizing it. Uh, we have uh, a lock installed, uh, like a smart lock installed on our house, so that when you walk up to the front door, it automatically unlocks the door, and you can just turn the knob and walk in. And it honestly works for me about 80% of the time. Um, it seems to work for Melody almost every time. Not sure why, but in the last two weeks, it worked 0% of the time for me. There's a number pad there that I can type the number in, and I actually actually had to use that every time I walked to my front door. Type in the four-digit code, uh, 4387. It was 4387, yeah. And uh, I just typed that in, and uh, it would unlock my door. And that was uh, actually really annoying to have to stand there and wait for my door to unlock. Um, I also have the Nest app on my phone to control the heat in our house, especially when I'm going to bed or I'm hanging on the basement for a while, and I feel like it's too cold or something, I could uh, I could easily just walk to the living room and set the heat higher, but I would typically just pick up my phone and set the heat with that. Um, I wouldn't have to leave the cozy confines of my Needle Sprout Star Wars quilt. Um, or even if we were away at the for the weekend, I want to make sure the house is warm when we got home. Um, but that wasn't really a big deal in the last two weeks. Um, I just couldn't use the tech um, that I had, which is, it's kind of one of those things where uh, if you were committed to a lifestyle of non-smart things, this wouldn't really be an issue, Um, but I had been for a while now, Um, so if I wasn't into that tech in the first place, it would have been fine, Um, which leads me to my final thoughts. Tech is amazing, and I love it. I love the new stuff that keeps coming out, and I'm getting old enough now that I'm not keeping up with it all. Um, but it's so much convenience. Um, and it's hard to know how much convenience do we actually need. I can easily walk to a thermostat to change it or just use a key for my front door or just not promote my podcast and let people find it organically. And I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to get into that kind of lifestyle. Uh, like I said before, if you're already in that lifestyle, but I feel like many people my age and younger have just grown up with things, uh, being more and more convenient. Uh, that to take it away is kind of a big deal when it actually isn't. Uh, What I've decided to do for now, um, since I'm done with the challenge, is to re-add the internet to my phone, but not social media. Basically, I choose convenience, but not distraction yet. It will definitely be tricky to keep podcast stuff going with no social media apps on my phone, but I actually didn't miss social media at all. I did miss ordering sheets and Dunkin' ahead of time. I miss being able to control the Echo devices with my phone, especially at bedtime when the kids are complaining that the playlist isn't working and I have to talk to 
uh, our Echo device instead of being able to control Spotify through the devices on my phone. Um, I missed uh, using IMDB to see if that really was that guy and that one thing. There was a lot of stuff that I missed, but Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok were very far down on the list. Um, out of all of those, I probably missed Twitter the most because it's basically my Star Wars and Apex news feed. And Snapchat would probably be the second one I miss the most because uh, some of my close friends pretty much use that daily uh, for talking and sending funny videos and pictures. Um, but uh, there's some other things that are kind of a gray areas that I use or that I might use. Um, things that can be very distracting that aren't necessarily social media. Things like Discord um, or Twitch or YouTube. Uh, I missed YouTube a lot, especially when I was trying to learn faster way to do the Rubik's Cube, but I didn't want to sit at my computer and learn it. Um, I like to watch Twitch on my phone, uh, and Discord is very minimally distracting for me, uh, but definitely something I'm not endlessly on. So I think those will be okay. Um, YouTube is probably the one I have to watch the most. Um, okay, let's finish this thing up. Um, final thoughts, final, final thoughts. This worked for me. Partially because I knew it was only for two weeks, I think. Also partially because my wife was with me a lot of the time and she had a smartphone and could find directions to places and find online menus for takeout. Um, but I actually did find it to be a very good experience. I would recommend anyone to do this. There wasn't a single person who I talked to about this. I was like, wow, what a waste of time. Most of them were like, I should do that or good for you or I could never. I'm so addicted to my phone. So people definitely see the value in it, but also love to stay connected all the time. So I would say give it a try, back up your phone, then delete it all and see what things you can learn or who you can spend extra time with. And thanks to the patrons who support the show. Uh, you guys are awesome. And congratulations to Molly and Melissa for our for winning our giveaway. Uh, we give away two Lego sets. Uh one Attack of the Clones set with Obi-Wan's ship, and one Mandalorian set with uh, Mando and his Naboo N1 Starfighter. Uh, congratulations, guys. And uh, again, thanks everyone for listening. If you have a suggestion for another two-week challenge, definitely let me know. Be safe. Be courteous. Bye. See you later, alligator. Okay, love you. Bye.